Unsworth and you're listening to the Half Court Press podcast. Hi, I'm Alan Forsyth and you're listening to Half Court Press podcast. You are listening to the Half Court Press podcast with Tess Howard. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Half Court Press podcast. My name is Theo McLeod and here we take a look at the Super Sixes Indoor Hockey Finals held by England Hockey. On the 2nd of February, the top four teams for men and for women got together at the Copper Box Arena in London. This was the culmination of the English indoor season where the teams that finished 1st and 4th played off in one semi-final, followed by the 2nd and 3rd place teams in the other. The first game of the day was in the women's event. Reigning champions East Grinstead brought a strong squad with them that included Olympic gold medalist Sophie Bray and Czech international Katerina Ladchina. Their opponents were Buckingham in what was to be a tight affair. It's the underdogs who take the lead through Rebecca Van Arrowsmith. East Grinstead come back into the game with Bray and Latuna both getting in on the action. However, Buckingham take the game five goals to four, with Lottie Porter also showing an eye for goal. After the game, we spoke to Abby Harper of East Grinstead. Yeah, hard luck today. That was quite a, quite an exciting game for everyone else, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of goals. Yes. Um, how did you feel out on the pitch? Um, it was a tough game. Um, they had like they set up themselves well against us. Um, we should have we had enough chances in the first first two quarters of the, of the match to, to put some goals away, and we did, unfortunately didn't take those. And that's what that's what can happen. And, and we started building momentum in the second half, but um, they worked well on the counter attack. And unfortunately, we, it just wasn't our day. It, it seemed to be slightly contrasting styles of play. Definitely. Bit, bit more con- yeah, you you a bit more about the angles, then a bit more direct. Yeah, I mean, we we, we you know we we had a set play of how we wanted to go out there, um, and we you know we we had the space and the time to implement it, but our you know our final third finishing, and our, it just wasn't good enough today, unfortunately. And that's how it goes. So. All right. Abby, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also, East Grinstead captain, Sophie Bray. Hard luck today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's an exciting game for everyone else, I suppose. But how did it feel for you guys out there? Yeah, definitely. I think that's why indoor hockey is so great. Um, you get those sort of games where it's nip and toe for the whole, for the whole match. Um, and it goes right down to, to the last second. Um, but... Credits where credit's due to Buckingham. I thought they put in a great performance today and, uh, yeah, they, they deserved their win. What was the difference between the teams? I mean, it was, as you can see by the scoreline, yeah. it, was, it was margins. Uh, a couple of our corners we didn't execute smoothly enough. Um, and I would say Buckingham took their opportunities on the counter pretty well. Um, they caught us for a couple of their goals on the counter, executed pretty well um, and, and that ultimately was the difference Sophie, thank you thank you cheers Buckingham goal scorer Rebecca Van Arrowsmith also stopped for a chat possibly the best named person on the pitch today <laughs> do you try uh, Rebecca Van Arrowsmith yeah that's it that's me I was always expecting a Dutch accent no uh, no fully English um, well, well done today thank you very much yeah, you beat the champions we did we did we, we had some experience from this Last year we got to the final and 
got outplayed. They completely outplayed us, showed our inexperience. So this year we came back, we did our homework. We knew that if we played our game, like for like, we could, you know, go toe-to-toe with them. And I think that's just proved... Like in the league, we drew two all, so we knew that we were up there with our level. Um, and it's, it's just proved on the day. What were the lessons learned from last year for this year? But if we played well, we could match them. There was spells of last year that we played really well. We just made huge mistakes that just compounded it. Um, so we just knew if we kept switched on this year, didn't let those mistakes happen, or at least keep them to a minimum, then we'd, we'd be up there. I suppose that's the sign of a... Of a of a good team, any good team, it's, it's, it's everyone makes mistakes, but it's been consistent. Yeah, exactly. And we, we only um, got up into the Premier League two seasons ago, and then we played two seasons in like the Super Sixes leagues, and we've got to the final each time. So it's a very, we're still a very new team to this like grand stage of indoor hockey. And as long as we keep learning, as long as we keep learning from the mistakes that we make, then uh, there's no reason that we can't go all the way. Um. Slightly, slightly contrasting styles, uh, I don't know. Uh, counter-attacking versus position-based. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, we pride ourselves on our defence. We know that if we are set in our defence, then we are extremely hard to break down. And, and we set the teams the challenge of, we're set in our defence, try and break us down. Do you have a preference for the, uh, for the final? They're both great teams. I mean, Sutton, we drew with them, I think, in the league. Um, Bowden, they we lost to them in the league, but we beat Bowden last year. So each team has their own strengths. A bit like you know, EG play possession game, we play defensive game. Bowden and Sutton each have their strengths. So we'll prepare for whichever team we face. I just um, I saw one of the teams walking out. I think I saw two Olympic gold medalists in their size. Is that uh, is that a positive or a negative to put them against? A team. It, like, we play a team sport. It's not about individuals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bring it on. The second of the women's semi-finals between Bowdoin Hightown and Sutton Coldfield is notable for having a combined tally of 20 senior international medals between the players. The legendary Jane Sixsmith is still playing for Sutton Coldfield at the age of 52. She won the gold medal at the 1991 European Nations Cup and the bronze medal at the 1992 Olympic Games. Sally Walton of Bowdoin Hightown was a part of the GB London 2012 Olympic squad that also took the bronze. Her teammate Sam Quick helped England win the Euro Hockey Championships in 2015. In 2016, Quick was in Rio to take home the Olympic gold. Bowden Hightown see this one out 6-3 winners to advance to the grand final. After the match, I spoke to Jane Sixsmith. Jane Sixsmith, uh, how luck today? Yeah, no, um, we just had a spell really in that second, well, third, fourth quarter where we, we just, uh, I think it was about two minutes where we just made some sloppy decisions really and then in indoor you make one bad decision and it's a goal and unfortunately there was two or three all in a row um, up to that point we were competing really well um, controlling the game um, and it's small margins in indoor isn't it just the slightest little thing there seems to be about a minute I think in the third quarter where both teams were getting defensively their lines right but then couldn't yeah. find the pass afterwards yeah. um, a bit bitty that makes sense yeah yeah, I think, you know, because we played each other in the rounds as well, so you know what, what they've done and we've watched a lot of what they how they play, so 
Um, I think when you get to this stage, it is very sort of cat and mouse. What? Um, you seem to have a, a range of, of, age, of ages in your team. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what, what, what lessons have you learned? What, 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 what progressions have you put in place? Well, I think the, bi- the biggest thing for us this season was to um, retain our status in the Prem because we'd, we'd come up the year before, so that was our main aim really, was to stay within the Prem and then build from there. So um, to get in the top four was you know, a fantastic season for us really, having come up. Um, so we were pleased to get to the top four, but then obviously um, our aim was to, to win today. So... Um, yeah, go go back again and uh, was, build on that. Was there a specific plan to come back to Pacific uh, Gold Medalists? Say that again. Was there a specific plan to uh, come back to uh, to uh, X, very recent X of DB International? Um, yeah, we had a plan with uh, Sally because we knew she'd play on the right and she controls the ball from there. So our plan there was just to ensure that the ball didn't get beyond us from Sally and I think we did that for the majority of the game we you know snuffed out a lot of what she does um, keepers worked hard on corners um, normally our keeper would run out um, and she decided today that she would pick pick the shots and I thought she uh, played really well in goal uh, Beth Pierce you look great one being one on the keeper yeah yeah no she's a very quick very strong player um, and her, her skills are great and yeah she played really well today took a chance as well Right, Jane, thank you very much. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. I also had a chat with Sam Quick. Firstly, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Also, a punishment for a hockey superstar. Yeah, I mean, you know what? That's why you, I have to keep coming back to events like these, but even club hockey. There's no family, almost like a society club where hockey is on another level to any sport, in my experience. Everyone's so friendly, and listen, if I can put a smile on anyone's face whether it's an autograph or hog a photo then I'm more than happy to do that yeah it's great it's great, it's great for the sport um, especially kids dying I met Sam it's brilliant I mean you look around and there's a, there's a good mix you've got hockey clubs who've bought kids you've got hockey clubs who've bought they're over 35 the vets a good mix but again it's an experience where you know hockey's amazing when it comes to the UK needs to be up north a little bit more I think but you know, as long as we've got a facility as good as this, yeah. we can't really complain. Well, I'm a Londoner, yeah. but I live, in, I live in Scotland, so it's even worse up yeah, there. Yeah. So, uh... Um, there is one quick shirt in the crowd, but I think I'll be Mr. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Everyone jokes around because everyone says Sam Quick's husband or Sam Quick's boyfriend it was. So, uh, no, he loves it. He's my, he's my rock. He supports me from whether it's club level, international. He came to all the Olympics and, yeah. yeah but he I, loves it. He loves it. Yeah, I, 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 read, you, I read your autobiography. So oh, okay, yeah. Did you enjoy some, it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's very honest. I want people to see it, it, an honest story and... It's not always happy, champagne, exciting moments, is it? it it's all its life, isn't it? It's life, really. It's uh, always been ups and downs. I find it, I find it fascinating. Um, but side, side, mate, but how was the reaction within hockey? Yeah. Was it, was it, was it was a, a good reaction within hockey? Or? Yeah, brilliant, really good. Um, it was meant to go on sale at the World Cup, but a few, in, few things stopped that happening, so that was a shame. But to be honest, when I got the opportunity, someone approached me and said, we'd love to write about your story. I, I couldn't take say no to that because for me if I have a young daughter young son who goes through the sporting world or life I'd love for them to know what I went through and to have it in black and white even youngsters here who's had a registry and inspired me to keep going then well I, um, I, I've got I've got quite a few of the hockey books around yeah and it's half a shelf 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Unreal, yeah. It's so true, though. I mean, even female, you don't see very many female autobiographies. And then next level, at least there's hockey ones out there. So, yes. But I know what you mean. If the opportunity arises where we can have more. Because we are all elite athletes and everyone's got a story. I mean, yeah, hopefully at some point. Still a bit going in terms of feminism, fem, um, I think, in sport, but generally. But I'd like to get to a point where it shouldn't be male or female, it should be you've got, you've yeah. got, you've got a gold medal, yeah. you've been on the TV yeah. side of it, why, why not get that story out there? Yeah. Um, anyway, right, back to the match. Yes. Sorry, tangent. Peter's looking at me going, hurry up. Sorry. Yeah, no, it was, it, to be honest, it was a good match. It doesn't matter what happens when we're at Telford in the group stages. Everyone always comes to this. It's a new pitch, it's a new environment, anything can happen. I think with Bowdoin, we were trying to figure out pretty much every year for the past 15, 20, 25 years, we've always made a semi-final. But where we come unstuck is when we don't play our game and today we played our game, the result followed and job half done. Uh, the differences between the two teams? Um, literally what I just said, I think we stuck to the game plan. I think we literally just play our own game. We come unstuck when we start doing things which we've not talked about or everyone tries to take the game to, into their own hands. Uh, and we did that today. Seems to be a bit more patient on Bowden than, than yeah. today. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just happen because you have, we've got Tina, Roger, Sam, people who do, who do the homework and then they relay the information to us and we have a game plan. If we stick to it, it works. Uh, in terms of the opposition, Beth Pierce is uh, quite a tricky opponent, it looked like. Say again, sorry? A, a, a tricky opponent looked to be Beth Pierce today. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what in terms of... Well, she's managed your keeper a couple of times. Yeah, they're a, sort of a good team. I mean, again, when you see Jane Sixsmith on the top score sheet, score sheet, she's another player, Vicky Wolford. They're a very, very good indoor squad. And they don't give up. You even saw at the end, there was a few uh, hearts and mouths, even though we had a few goals in front. But they're a quality, quality side. Next opposition's booking and they're the same. Anything can happen here at the Copper Box. The men's event got underway at one o'clock in the afternoon. Soberton took on Wimbledon in what was a tight game up to the third quarter. Soberton came out 6-2 winners. After the match, we heard from England international and Wimbledon player Rhys Smith. Well, thanks for your time. Uh, hard game. Yeah, it was pretty difficult. Um, it started off pretty close. Uh, I think we were quite confident going into the second half, um, but probably a bit too passive. And then also they scored some goals from some pretty good angles. Um, and yeah, they they buzzed off the momentum and they were very comfortable and confident. So it was probably difficult to get back from there. They had, they had one or two players who were absolutely pushing that ball up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you, when you have good players. It's not great to give them time, and I probably gave them a bit, a, a bit too much time. Um, so when they get comfortable, it's, it's very difficult, like I said, to uh, to impose ourselves on the game. So what's what's the progression? Then? What's the uh, what's the progressions? Um, well, I mean, obviously, I've got my opinion. I don't know what the coaches are gonna are, are gonna want to say. I thought we could have been a bit more aggressive in some of our pressing, um, put more pressure on the ball. Um, I don't know what it looked like from, from up there. Uh, I know I led to my mistakes led to two goals, so probably some better decision making. Um, yeah, it's, it's a combination of a load of things. Positives? Pardon? Any positives? Positives. Um, second half, like in our fourth quarter, I thought we had a, uh, a really, a really good quarter. Um, we, we we did stick to the game plan, and uh, it was just good seeing kind of like, seeing. 
you know, Wimbledon get to the finals. It's, it's been a while since we got here at, at the club. So, yeah, definitely positive for us to be here. And next year, we're not just going to come and get semi-finals. We're going to really impose ourselves yeah. on, on tour. I'm interested about your, uh, your, your inner city project. Yeah, Hockey in the City. Yeah, I mean, Hockey in the City, is, uh, it's all about making hockey accessible, um, targeting uh, inner city areas such as uh, Stratton Common, um, you know, Wandsworth, we're working at Emmanuelson Primary, uh, Emmanuelson Andrews Primary School, we're working with Spencer Link just to make hockey more accessible and tap into a big population of people that don't get the chance to play. Um, and, and these are people from state school backgrounds and, and starting from primary schools. I was very fortunate to get a, a burst into Whitgift School and that's where I learned how to play hockey. And that's changed my life dramatically. So it's just, inspiration is my upbringing and, and seeing the population that play hockey very dominated by, by private school sector. And I just want to give back to the same community that I came from. So that's state school, inner city, and give them the same opportunities and make them aware of the opportunities that the children are definitely capable of. We've got some fantastic players. Some of them are, are here today watching for their first time. Thank you to Shami Shack for giving us the tickets. Um, and yeah, it's just about inspiring and giving them the opportunities. And all the power to you, mate, is so important. I've done coaching in places where there aren't any teams locally. And yeah. you sit, you sit, you enjoy it and then you go away to nothing. So, it's, it's, um, yeah, so it's all power to you, mate. Oh, thank you very much. We also had a chat with Sergeant goalkeeper, Ori Ogunlana. That's great, thank you. Uh, Ori Ogunlana. Ogunlana, yeah, that's have the you, one. I've <laughs> been practicing that. Thank yeah. you. Um, well done today. Thank uh, you, thank you very much. It, it, it was uh, an interesting match for you. It yeah. was, yeah. It was like, it was very... Obviously quite nervy at the beginning because it's the semi-final, isn't it? It's the one that you need to win to get to the final. I think now it's almost pressure off. People relax a bit more, but once we started to kind of put them in, we just kind of relaxed and played our game and yeah, shut it down. What was the game plan? Win. <laughs> win at all costs. No, control the game, um, which I think we did well. Uh, we kind of had their threat. We knew where their threats were, especially aired up front. Um, kind of not marked them out of the game, but we were aware and yeah, we played our game. And, it works. So, how much of um, how much of the uh, lack of shots was to do with communication? Huh? Sorry, say that how one more time. How much of the defensive part, at your point, was uh, communication? Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, everyone's communicating. Literally, it's not just me. Johnny at the back as well. He's literally, to be honest, he's talking more than me most of the time. He's good. Um, but yeah, like it's just experience, really, playing with each other. You almost sometimes don't need to talk. You just know where your men are. You know where everyone is, and yeah, it works. Clicks. So, yeah. Do you have a preference for the next game? Nah. Well, I mean, EG is my old club, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, whoever wins, we'll get ready for it and we'll play. Yeah. What's about having three keepers in the squad? The dynamic of From the outside, it might look weird, but from the inside, it's actually very good. Like we all get on really well. Harry, Jack, and me. Like it's it's obviously very competitive, and that can be weird at times, but. At the basis of it, the foundation is we're all mates, so we're just pushing each other further and further and further. Um, literally, I just think it's, the more keepers, if anything, the better, because if there were just two of us, then there would be, okay, he's not playing, so I'm playing, but now there's a, Harry's not playing, who, who's gonna play? You still need to work hard and harder and harder. And yeah, it just pushes you further and further and further, so yeah. 
just talk, I know it's after sunny, but maybe yeah. after the final bit, it might get a bit hectic. But just talk a little bit about your, um, uh, were you at EG before servicing? I was. So I went to uni at Durham yeah. uh, for a few years. Then I moved back down to London, uh, went to East Grinstead for a bit, but the travel was a bit too much, to be honest. Um, obviously love all the EG lads as well, love them to bits, but Serpentine's my boyhood club as well, so just decided I'd go back, um, give Harry a run for his money, and then Jack turned up at the first training session as well, and I was like, okay, here we go. Um, but no, it's been good fun. Um, I know most of the boys already, so team cohesion-wise, it was really easy, and yeah, stepped into it, so yeah. And job-wise, what are you doing? Other- I'm a recruiter, finance recruiter, in uh, Holborn for page personnel. <laughs> My director will love that. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of yeah. early, where were you, where were you brought up? London or uh, South London, Croydon-ish, Croydon slash Surrey, so Coolsville for whoever knows it. Um, but Whitgift School, I have to pay homage to Whitgift. That's yeah. where all my hockey came from. Stagno, Ravenscroft, Osborne, Litchfield. Yeah, if I'm missing someone out, oh, Mr. Ellis, just everyone, everyone there. Well, yeah. in terms of what Reese is doing with um, hockey and his team hockey stuff. It's amazing. Uh, in terms of, you know, being an Afro-Caribbean himself and you know not many black hockey yeah. players and the importance of what he's doing in the sport yeah Reese. well Reese's one of my best mates I've known him since I was what 9, 10 um, you, you know him in stressing yeah, yeah yeah well I mean we grew up we went to school together so we've known each other since the sports induction day that's since the day I've known Reese. so 8, 9 years old then going into Whitgift I've known him for a while he's always been so on his like making sure everyone can be included Something like hockey in the city is just absolutely incredible. There's nothing else like it. Like, it's just taking off and it's exactly what we need. Um, a lot of the most talented players, unfortunately, because of the nature of the sport, can't afford it. Um, I know if I didn't go to Whitgift, I would not be playing hockey. So, um, yeah, honestly, what Reese is doing is absolutely incredible. Absolutely. And that talent, that talent is obviously out there. Yeah, it is, it is. I mean, even now, you can see the little videos that he's got putting up on Facebook. Some of the kids from Emmanuel School, that's his old school from Streatham. Incredible, like, unbelievable. Better than some of the year sixes at Whitgift. Stagno won't like that, but honestly, they're honestly amazing. And I think Reese giving them the opportunity to play and actually have that time on the pitch, have that time with sticks, it's just incredible. Finally, what about your own aspirations hockey-wise? Is it kind of um, keeping club going? Yeah, I mean, I'm just seeing where, I, where it takes me, to be honest. Um, I'm loving playing for Surbiton, and that's what I'm focused on right now. I just want to keep going. And yeah, I mean, we got this, we got outdoors, we got EHL to look forward to. So let's just make it a good season, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. In the second of the men's semifinals, last year's champions, East Grinstead, take on Holcomb. East Grinstead have some good players with them today, including the Faulkner brothers, Daniel and Simon. Their German coach, Chris Faust, has a wealth of experience. Most recently, he has coached the Austrian outdoor women's team to fourth place at the Euro Hockey Championships 2. In 2015, Faust also coached the Czech Republic women's side to the bronze medal at the Indoor World Cup. Holcomb are no slouches either. Their most well-known player amongst their ranks is the former Great Britain captain and Olympian, Barry Middleton. This turns out to be the best matchup of the finals up to this point. It's end-to-end, physical and not without some controversy. In the third quarter, with Holcomb winning 3-2, they are awarded a penalty stroke after a shot appeared to hit a defender's foot on the line. Nick Banderak, 
puts it away. East Grinstead say that it was the player's stick and feel aggrieved. They get a goal back but can't overturn the deficit. Holcomb win 4-3. After the match, I speak to East Grinstead coach Chris Faust. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I mean, thanks for your time. You, you know, that, that was... Is any consolation that's the best game of the tournament so far? Yeah, it was a good match. But, yeah, <laughs> it's a close competition. Mr. Middleton and his friends are really tough and they made it quite different than in the league. And we need too long um, to recognize it. And we are really unlucky with the field goals. So many tries and we get to cheap goals. It's a little bit same like the ladies in the morning. I say to the ladies and now to the boys, the hockey got wet today, not uh, white and blue. I don't know. But we have um, the ladies play still European Cup in two weeks. And we play also European Cup and we have to give the answers there. Yeah. What was the game plan and what were the ad ad adaptations? Yeah, the game plan was easy because we play... Um, the same system and um, we create enough chances but um, it was not sharp sharp enough sharp enough to shoot on the goal it was too too much half high in the middle and we make them keep a really easy and we get two cheap goals that's um, really unlucky yeah it, it was a game for the passion yeah, yeah it, was the game, the, it was so close. There, but there was passion there. They wanted more. This is uh, really... Um, and they have with, with, with Barry uh, a quite different player who managed it very good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not happy with the, with the penalty for... for uh, it, was, it was the stick, not the foot. And this is... Uh, this was the key scene from the match, man. Yeah, I, I was I was actually writing something in my notes at the time. It, it hit something. I couldn't quite, so fast, couldn't see what. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was so fast. Men's hockey is so fast. Do they, I, I couldn't tell, do they have uh, video referrals here? Pardon? Do they have, oh, good, thank you. Well, was there a, a referral, a uh, video? Yeah. Yeah, it would be better, but it's too expensive, I think. England hockey can be happy for an for event like this. And video umpire, yeah. If we had the video umpire, maybe we'll see it. Yeah, but no, yeah. that's sports. And the captain, Simon Faulkner. Hey, Mr. Faulkner, how are you doing? Hard luck today. Yeah, hard luck. Um, Obviously not the result we wanted. Maybe not quite the performance we wanted either. I don't really think we, we kind of really got third, fourth gear until we was a bit too late to be honest. I thought we were very good in the fourth quarter, but you know, the, the three previous quarters we kind of struggled. Um, yeah, we just didn't really play our game to be honest. Your coach was saying that they uh, they were playing a bit differently than in the league. Yeah, and I mean that's that's always going to happen. We play slightly differently to how we did in the league. Um, but it's, that's the whole point of it. The, the good teams, the teams that win out, the ones that adapt and, and play what's in front of them, which unfortunately we didn't do at times. And when we did work it out, it was just a bit too late. So what, were, what were the adaptations? Um, just a different way in terms of how they press. Um, in the league, they kind of sat a little bit deeper and maybe sent one or two guys to go out press. Whereas at times out there, they, they full press right up in your face, which, yeah, fantastic. And yeah, we didn't really 
play how we plan to play it against that if they were to do that and yeah it was just frustrating in the first half we didn't didn't put into practice what our game plan was what was your game plan our game plan was very simple well we, we had uh, a set out letting if they did go and press uh, we had uh, where the certain forward players should be standing and what we should do at the back and unfortunately at the back we didn't necessarily do what we were supposed to do which meant the middle guys didn't do what they do and then the forwards didn't do what they do in terms of positioning up there which made it very difficult to get the ball up and get the ball out and get possession where we needed it only really on the counter attack did we do what we'd actually planned to do so um, yeah and de- defensively we were a bit loose as well I think two of their first three goals were because of defensive lapses and not necessarily standing in the right place it only takes one guy in indoor to stand in the wrong place and you're going to get screwed by it Controversial penalty so you guess so comes a virtual penalty yeah. yeah I mean for, for me for me um, well, it doesn't matter but for me the guy hit a stick and outside the line of the post but it's given you can't change it once they make that mind once it goes in you have to move on to the next thing which I thought we did quite well um, yeah obviously not happy at the time but what can you do once the decision's been made the decision's been made uh, if there's any consolation there's the best game of the tournament men's win so far yeah I think so as well both teams came out to play I mean credit a Holcomb they in previous years we played teams in semi-final we've gone out basically not to lose or not to lose by too many Holcomb came out to win the game so um, I'm sure it's fantastic for the spectators obviously not the result we wanted um, but yeah a good a good enjoyable game to play in which is what we want and unfortunately we don't get enough into hockey in this country to kind of give people the chance to, to go out and play like that you go watching the content where they play more that's what every game's like so need far more into hockey in this country to, to have those kind of games and so teams can learn and play out and be aggressive in the way that they play. I was, uh, randomly, I was covering uh, the Veterans Indoor World Cup in Hong Kong. As you do, yeah. As you do. I was, just, I was over there in China, I thought it was a across. And uh, the Germans won it, won all, all, all the categories in the women. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so, so I played uh, maybe five, six years ago. I spent a season out in Germany, played indoor there. You play for three, four months, home and away games. You play 60 minutes, one game a day instead of two weekends which this year was done uh, two consecutive weekends after Christmas. So the indoor season is, well, you blink and you miss it. So and all the players want more indoor. The coaches want more indoor. So why not give the players who, who kind of turn out to play what they want, really? When I, when I was playing, uh, the guys who went to play indoor over the winter, they came back in January and they were sharp as indoor Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and there's a reason why the... Um, the Germans are probably the best core skilled hockey players in the world because they spend so much time indoor, they practice their skills uh, and when it's cold um, they're indoor playing instead of having pitches frozen off. We're supposed to train three times since Christmas, uh, I think we only just did once where the pitch wasn't completely frozen so yeah give us more indoor, we want more indoor, start before Christmas, play 16 games instead of 8 and then see where we go from there and make the indoor much much better. I also had a word with Holcomb player Barry Middleton. Yeah, but I, I I was tired watching that. <laughs> it's hard work, isn't it? It was the uh, the best game of the day, I think. Yeah, that's oh, good. It felt like it out there. Well, I haven't seen the other games, but it felt like it was a a good game of indoor hockey. I thought where we won it, where we won it was we we didn't want to be passive. We wanted to take the game out there and kind of make them do something really good to beat us. I thought it got us on the front foot through the whole game, and that was that was what ultimately got us got no, us there. Neither team were passive. <laughs> nah. Didn't feel yeah. like it. A couple of shoulders in there. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? That's why it's good fun. But I thought it was a good, good battle. Really, again, tough game, but nothing too nasty about it. And everyone got on with stuff. I thought it was really good. What are the different differences in the, between the teams? Um, Not much. I think. I think our again, our, our press was probably more aggressive. They struggled to get out of it. They kept in it with shows what indoors like. They slammed three corners from three. 
which made it made it close. But actually, in terms of um, play, I thought I thought we really really deserved it in the end. These green sets seem to get a little bit ruffled. Uh, I think it's just part of it, part of the game. When you're chasing it, they're chasing it. They got a goal while they were getting like that, so yes. it's probably what they could have done earlier in the game to, to go and have a bit more about them. I think uh, I thought our boys did really well when it did get a bit like that to stay calm with all the noise going on and actually just get in, make tackles, pass the ball. Simple. Alright, um, looking forward to the final? I'm going to go and have a lie down for a minute, I think. <laughs> That's the thing. The women's final between Buckingham and Bowden Hightown was on at 3.30pm. Buckingham scored first through Lottie Porter before Sally Rolton equalises for Broden Hightown. Buckingham then retake the lead with Rebecca Van Arrowsmith getting on the score sheet to go into the first break 2-1 up. A minute after the restart, Lottie Porter puts Buckingham up 3-1 after a lovely passing move sets her up for an open goal. However, this lead doesn't last for long. Hannah MacDonald and Charlene Mason score in quick succession to equalise again for Broden Hightown. The deadlock is broken for the third and final time by Abby Brandt, securing the women's indoor title for Buckingham. At the final whistle, I spoke to Broden Hightown's Sally Walton. Sally Walton, hard luck today, it was quite a tight game. It was, you know, credit Buckingham, they got their tactics right, they tried to slow the game down and frustrate us and I think that you know that worked for them today we wanted to try and play at a fast pace and they stopped us doing that um, but yeah good for the spectators for it to be end to end and the score to keep shifting so uh, credit to Buckingham and credit where credit's deserved how would, you, how would you compare the two styles of play between I think Bowden and Hightown are very seasoned indoor players um, we play a very um, indoor style we move the ball around a lot very fast paced try and play with a very high tempo I think Buckingham play slightly differently, they try and play a little bit slower um, and use perhaps more of an outdoor skill set and that works for them, works for the players they've got and um, as I say, credit to them that, that got them the victory today. How much do you know about them beforehand? I think they're quite a new club to indoor, is that right? They're fairly new on the circuit but you know, never to be underestimated, we lost to them on shuffles in last year's semi-final so we knew we were up for a tough game. Um, yeah, you, you do your homework and uh, a little bit of luck on the day but... Yeah. Um, what is your game plan and what is the difference? As I said, we just tried to play a real fast tempo game. We knew that they'd be tired after their semi-final and I think that also was reflecting the final that they just kept trying to slow the game down. Um, yeah, win as many set pieces as we can and we didn't do that in the second half. I don't think we really had any. Um, you know, so that's, that was a frustration in itself. I also had a chat with Buckingham's goal-scoring hero, Lottie Porter. Well done. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, you've got over two, huge, uh, two clubs of huge yeah. pedigree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're a small club, um, but we we know that it's the sort of size of the fight in the dog rather than you know. It's not about your money. It's not about uh, where you start, where you come from, the opportunities you get. It's about how hard you work. So that's what, what it's about. When you when you drew last year's champions in the in the, uh, the semi-finals, yeah. What were your expectations? I think coming back this year on the back of last year, we, we knew that we had more to give. Um, last year we were sort of enjoying the occasion, but incredibly disappointed with how it finished. And this year we've come into it, um, you know, no, knowing that we can win it. If we if we give our best performance, we knew that we could beat any team here. Um, you know.
know, we qualified fourth in the from the group stages, but we know that it was our mistakes that made us fourth rather than higher up. So we knew what we could do. We just had to go and execute, and luckily we did it. Two goals in the final. How's it feel? Yeah, That's I mean, goals. believe it or not, I'm not a goal scorer at all. So it, yeah, it was. Well, you are now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll take them. No, I've got great teammates that just put it on the plate for me. So I just gotta do the easy bit. Yeah, the nice bit. Well, in the final, I think those opening goals come very small. You know yeah, what I mean? If you're, yeah. not, if you're not calm with it, it's yeah. not going to come, you know, a bit Yeah, harder. no, true. There's still stuff, yeah. I suppose someone's got to put it in. You've still got to execute it. But I've just got great teammates. It was it was a team win, 100%. Uh, yeah. Were you expecting this guys? Pardon? Were you expecting such a tight game? Yeah, yeah, always. Uh, both teams we played today, we knew that they were going to be tight. Um, and we knew that any mistakes, you know, they would um, 100% capitalise on that. So we thought it was going to be tight, but we also thought we could do it. Was that the game plan? Soak it up and then counter? No, uh, not necessarily, but we know that our defence is strong. We know that we can, um, you know, turn over and then counter. That is one of the strengths of our of our play, but we have shown that we can, you know, we can play it out from the back as well. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you look, you look, you look quite, quite speedy, quite clinical up front. Yeah, yeah, I, and we've, we've got some pace, um, but equally we've, we've got some solid, solid defenders at, at the back as well, so um, we've got everything, I suppose. Okay, so you're now the, um, the target for next year. Do you know the funny thing? Um, I don't think we ever will be. I think every year we're going to come in as underdogs just because of, you know, we're Buckingham and we're always underdogs, and I think even now we still won't be the favourites next year, which is quite funny, but um, we're happy with that. That's okay. So what do you prefer? What do you, what do you prefer? Uh, outdoor or indoor? Oh, don't put that pressure on me. I, I love indoor. Um, I, I would hate for indoor to go. I know there's talk of, of indoor, you know, not having a place in England. Um, I love the game. It's so exciting. It's so intense. It's so much more emotional and dramatic. And um, But I personally, I think I'm better at outdoor. So I love them both. <laughs> Uh, how did you have to stop Bowden there in the final? Especially they, they, they were so limited in their short corners. Which, um, yeah, their I think um, I think we knew that we just couldn't give away corners, and, and if we did, that they, they would they, they would capitalise on that. And, and they've got you know Sally Walton scored twenty, however many goals you know in the group stages. Um, luckily, we you know we, we knew that, so we were able to sort of defend well. Um, the last game of the day is between Soberton and Holcomb in the men's final. Soberton get off to a flyer with the first attack of the game. They smash the ball past Richard Curtis in the Holcomb goal. Nick Banderas finds the equaliser soon afterwards, levelling the scoreline. With the clock counting down towards the end of the first period, Soberton retake the lead. Arjun Drayton Charna finds the goal from a short corner. Both teams have been attacking at pace, creating angles and space. Chances at either end have fizzed past the post. Ben Boone adds a third for Soberton before Robert Field pulls one back for Holcomb. At the half-time interval, Soberton lead by three goals to two. No goals are scored in the third quarter as the game slows down a bit. The intensity is back for the final period. Holcomb come out in search of an equaliser and absolutely pepper the Soberton goal. At one point, there's a bit of pinball in the circle and I'm certain that Holcomb will score twice in quick succession. But still, they can't see it over the line. Ori Ogonlana, the Soberton keeper, is having a good game and is absolutely loving life at the moment. 
He helps his team to a 3-2 victory whilst under heavy pressure as Silverton take the men's indoor title. After the end of the match, Nick Banderak of Holcomb gives me his thoughts. Hard luck today, that was... Yeah, it's a, it's a bit going really. I mean, we had we ran some really big minutes, some of our guys, and I think uh, for us to kind of play the way we did all the way through the, the 40 minutes in that final was just testament to, to the effort and, and how fit we are as a group. It's just that final final bit, that final pass, that final connection just didn't quite fall for us. There's about two or three shots in there. Yeah. How did that not go in? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like they defended really well. Like Orion goal, our player had a great game, and it's one of those, it's fine margins at indoor hockey. And we just didn't quite have the, the, the luck of the green today. And, and it's, it's frustrating. It hurts right now. And it'll, it'll hurt for a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's sort of a winner, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we gave it everything we had. I mean, the, the semi-final was tough going. I mean, they did a, a class outfit. It took a lot out of us, but we were ready to go for that for that final. And I think it just shows how close it was as to kind of the gap between the two teams. Um, but for us, it's just, just going, we came out on the wrong side. It was a really close one. This job, you get, to, you get to sit next to a bit of greatness sometimes. Yeah. Um, I've, I've spoken to quite a few decent hockey coaches. Yeah. And the best ones are always about progressions, progressions. It's yeah. not about one game, it's about the next one, the one after. What do you take away from this? Um, well, for us, there's a number of blokes in this squad, myself included. This is our first finals night. Uh, it's an unbelievable experience. And for us to, to put in the performance we did across the day, I think it's testament to the, the group that we've got. Um, I think we we showed massive strides in the in the group stage from last year and the year before that even as well, um, and that's what we're all about. As long as we can keep moving forward, uh, it set us up quite nicely for next year. Now we know what it's all about. We know what it takes. Um, hopefully, we can just go that one one step further next year. What do you know now that you didn't know before? Uh, a lot of it is just the experience. I think a lot of the nuances of indoor indoor hockey kind of get forgotten about with it being such a short season. So for a lot of teams, it takes a while to get back into it. I think we really hit the ground running in the group stage with three wins out of four, and it set us up really, really well. Um, thankfully, we were able to keep that momentum going a little bit. But again, as I said, it's fine margins, and, and we came really close today. Thank you very much. Surbiton's Arjun Drayton Channer also stops for a chat. Uh, well done. Thank you very much. How's that feel? Best uh, indoor right. team in the country. It feels honestly so good, especially after losing last year in the final on shuffles. And on a personal note, missing the shuffle as well. So to make it up again, make it up this year, honestly, it's it's unbelievable. Lost two finals last year, outdoor, indoor. So to get back on winning a final again, it means everything. And like, hopefully we'll take that into the outdoor now. Yeah. Your keeper looked very jolly yes. in the last couple of minutes. Well, there. he made some unbelievable saves. Like, a couple of boys saved the ball on the line. Ori saving some of those. Like, And then that's what it is, a team performance from people scoring the goals to saving it on the line. Like, oh. Brilliant, honestly brilliant. Um, did it go the way you thought it would do? Yeah, it's a very the game went very similar to how the league went, like close, tight. They sat, like they pressed us like we thought they would, and the kind of tactic we went with, we went through, we just couldn't get that extra goal to like kind of just kill the game. So yeah, the game went kind of how we went. We could have played better, but we won, so that's the, the main thing. Like a coach, yeah. mate. Yeah. It's all about progression. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Um, a lot of passion, a lot of uh, physicality yeah. from Silverton in the finals. Yeah, I, it, like, it's a final, isn't it? Like, Holcomb, very good team. We play them in the league all the time and now indoor. So, like, and there's like a couple of us, like myself and Nick, we used to play at Canada when we were younger. So, a little rivalry between us as well, like from back in the day when we were like little kids. So, it was always nice. Uh, what's next? Like I said, we just get back onto the outdoor now. Like, we're top of the league on the outdoor. We want to just 
do well in that, win that, go to EHL and just keep winning games. Like that's, that's all we can do, game by game, and hopefully we can go on and win more trophies. That's the, that's the aim of playing when you play. Shelbyton has now got a target on their back for next yeah. year. Well, I think, I think we've had it for the last three or four years now. Like we've been quite successful. And I think we like that. We like that pressure of being the team to beat and we'll just take it forward. I've been Teo McLeod and this has been the English Hockey Super Sixes Indoor Special. Thank you for listening to the Half Court Press podcast. 